Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show Podcast. Chris here with you guys every week bringing you the rock news this week of December 11th, 2020, Season 2, Episode number 48. We talk about Joe Walsh and the Vets Aid 2020 live stream event this weekend. Wolfgang Van Halen speaking on mining the Eddie Van Halen vaults for unreleased material. World's best drummer poll results are in from Music Radar Magazine. We'll let you know who they picked for their best drummer of the year. Uh, Aerosmith on Virtual Wayne's World Reunion this week. That was pretty funny. New albums out from Paul McCartney, Chris Cornell, and Guided by Voices. Uh, so let's get to that. More new releases out today from Bell and Sebastian, as I mentioned, Guided by Voices. Kid Cuddy, Less Than Jake, M. Ward, O.C.'s. Paul McCartney has his new album, as well as The Avalanches and The Kills. All new albums out this week. Some virtual shows happening uh, this Saturday. It's going to be Vets Aid 2020 live uh, and it's going to be a pretty cool event because it's going to be apparently over the past couple years they're going to use footage from the past three years as well as uh, footage being sent in for this year's event featuring none other than Eddie Vedder, Joe Walsh, John Bon Jovi, Daryl Hall, James Hetfield, Jimmy Buffett, Alice Cooper, Willie Nelson. Look at all these artists on here, man. It's basically a who's who, and it's all to help the, vet- uh, the veterans and uh, their families. Joe Walsh grew up himself in a Gold Star family. Uh, and I have a great quote here from Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh, he always sounds a little crazy, you know. It's just kind of the way Joe Walsh's style is. Uh, but check him out. He's talking about this whole event. Uh, here's Joe Walsh himself. We're assembling it now. The majority of the clips people send in. Dedicated song for this event with a message to the vets, which is good. And it's great to see artists just do a song by themselves. It's not overproduced. You don't have to watch the keyboard player's hands, you know? And it's great to see some people that you love just do an acoustic song. I was profoundly affected when I started watching all this stuff. So there you go. Joe Walsh talking about uh, all the material he's getting sent to him for this event that's going to be airing tomorrow. Vetsaid.veeps.com. And it will be available for restream through December 4th, uh, 14th. Excuse me. So check that out. Very cool. Uh, All right, so let's get back to the rock news. Uh, What else? We got Slipknot announcing some tour plans. Slipknot hitting the road in 2021. Looks like they announced some European tour dates for July and August, though nothing in the States here on their social media accounts. The first stop will be the Park Live Festival in Moscow on July 16th. They'll wrap up after playing the Cabaret Vert Festival in France on August 19th. No U.S. dates, and so this is a good indicator. A lot of bands going to be thinking about hitting the road Uh, in the middle of summer. Uh, No surprise there. Um, But still, I don't know. Some people are saying the second half of 2021 is more likely than the summertime. But we shall see. We shall see. Only time will tell. Uh, More rock news this week. Chris Cornell's cover album is out now. His final album, a hand-picked collection of uh, 10 cover songs, is available today on all streaming services. It's called No One Sings Like You Anymore, and it was recorded by Chris in 2016. He covers John Lennon, Ghostland Observatory... Who else? Harry Nilsson, Carl Hall, Electric Light Orchestra, Terry Reed, 
um, Guns N' Roses. So there you go. The physical album will actually be, be released on March 19th, and I know they're going to do a vinyl edition of that. So if you're interested, check it out on his social media and website. Aerosmith made an appearance this week on Josh Gad's ongoing Reunited Apart YouTube series where they had a reunited Wayne's World virtual reunion. Been, he's been doing all this stuff like he's been reuniting the cast of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Ghostbusters, Splash, Lord of the Rings. He gets them all to come on the YouTube thing, and, uh, and it's all for charity. It's all to benefit the First Responders Children's Foundation, which is uh, children of First Responders families, which is really cool. And Aerosmith... <laughs> Joe Perry and Steven Tyler make an appearance on Wayne's World. That was pretty awesome. If you missed it, check it out on Josh Gad's YouTube channel, Reunited Apart YouTube series. Grand Theft Auto fans, check this out, man. Julian Casablancas is going to be curating the new radio station on the new map that is set to be coming out December 15th. So it's a it's an, a huge update on Grand Theft Auto called the Cayo Perico Heist. Uh, and both Mac DeMarco and David Cross are going to make special appearances on this channel curated by Julian Casablancas from The Strokes. Uh, the Strokes recently released their new music video. Uh, Roman Coppola directed it for their new abnormal track, The Adults Are Talking, so check that one out if you missed it as well. White Stripes, two classic live performances, uh, came out yesterday, actually, and it was in honor of um, Meg White's birthday. Uh, they released... Two classic live performances now on the official White Stripes YouTube channel. They are of uh, Dead uh, Dead Leaves and The Dirty Ground and My Doorbell, which were both originally part of the band's September 2005 Live at VH1 session in conjunction with the release of Get Behind Me, Satan. The Great White, uh, excuse me, the White Stripes Greatest Hits collection of 26 previously unreleased songs is available now digitally, worldwide, and on vinyl uh, as well. So check that out. It'll be uh, on vinyl and CD for the rest of the world, February 12, 2021. You could get it pre-ordered if you went through thirdmanrecords.com. ACDC's got a new video for Demon Fire. This was interesting, though. I never thought ACDC would be collaborating with Fortnite. That was that was very strange to read that, and I'm like, wow, okay. Uh, whoever's managing ACDC is a pretty uh, savvy person, young and savvy guy. Uh, so they were featured in Fortnite's Nexus War event this past week, which f- saw about 15 million concurrent viewers with an additional 3.4 million watching on YouTube Gaming as Twitch as well. Uh, pretty impressive and very unexpected from ACDC, gotta say. Motley Crue releasing a line of hot sauces. They're all sold out, though, already. Uh, the, the the video that Tommy Lee posted on Instagram was pretty funny. Um <laughs> He said something about, oh, yeah, you can eat it off your girl's ass and stuff. He's, like, pouring hot sauce all over some chick's butt. It was uh, pretty funny. Uh, and I'm sure that's going to be some kind of a little collector's item now that it's sold out. I doubt people are really going to even use this stuff. You know I mean? Who's really using Motley Crue hot sauce to, like, <laughs> to, to flavor up your burrito? I don't know. Uh, this was interesting this week. Um, Wolfgang Van Halen talking about his father, Eddie Van Halen, who passed away, obviously, recently. A lot of people want to hear some of that unreleased stuff that was all recorded at his 5150 California studio. Well, he explained that the process is uh, to get everything adequately cataloged is his first priority. And I have a great clip here, I think, uh, uh, audio clip of uh, Eddie, or excuse me, Wolfgang Van Halen talking about that process and how it's going to be going. 
here he is in his own words. Check it when out. When a very important musician passes, you usually see right away compilations of unreleased music that you know maybe they should have stayed unreleased, and it just kind of seems like a, a cash grab to take hold of the moment. And I, I, I've always disagreed with that, and so if we're ever going to do anything like that with the vault, I want to make sure we do it right and do something that Dad would be okay with. There you go. Uh, let's play another one. When a very important musician passes, you usually Oops. see that right away. One. That's not going to happen for a long time. This one. Even without the intention of release, I want to, at the very least, archive it properly and, and digitize it so everything is safe for years to come. Because it's going to be an incredibly difficult process and, and a very long process to properly just get the material off of the old tapes that I want to do it right. So there you go. Uh, sounds like he's going about it the right way, not trying to do a cash grab. So hat, tip of the hat to uh, Wolfgang Van Halen for doing that right. 21 Pilots releasing their new holiday single. It's called Christmas Saves the Year. It's now available on all streaming platforms. Directed and animated by Johnny Chu. Um, I think he did a collaboration with Nike not too long ago. He's got some pretty cool artwork. Um, so there you go. Uh, check that one out if you're a fan. And speaking of Christmas songs, Dave Grohl covers the Beastie Boys in his Hanukkah sessions. Not exactly Christmas, but for the Jewish faith, uh, Dave Grohl is of that heritage. And so here's the deal. Um, I guess he's going to be doing it every night of Hanukkah. So he celebrated the first night of Hanukkah last night with the cover of the Beastie Boys. He's going to be doing one tonight. And for the next eight nights, it's all part of Grohl and Kirsten's Hanukkah Sessions series. They'll be releasing eight covers of Jewish artists, one for each night of the holiday. Check it out on Dave Grohl's social media. Paul Stanley not hurting in 2020, boasting about his $1 million worth of pyro for this Kiss pay-per-view gig. Have you guys heard about it? It's apparently a pay-per-view event that's happening from Dubai. Here's what he said, quote, What we're doing on New Year's Eve is the largest KISS show, if you can believe that, we've ever done a worldwide pay-per-view from Dubai. And we're going to be breaking Guinness World Records for all kinds of things. First of all, most importantly, we're going to play all the songs that everybody loves. And the band is in great, great shape and anticipating this more than pretty much anything we've done in the recent past. He went on to say, to that end, we've had, we will have millions of dollars worth of pyro, which is even a lot for us, by the way. And if you don't do the pay-per-view, you'll probably hear the pyro anyway. That being said, again, this will be a night for people to remember. Uh, so there you go. Um, I guess, oh, he also added about the safety of the members. He said, the most important thing for us to make sure that people involve 500 workers putting this thing together, 3,000 people attending at a safe distance, and yours truly, we want to be safe, and that was paramount to us. So that's good. At least they're mentioning that, and we'll see if that actually, you know, comes to fruition and i hope that everybody is okay with all of that um and on the other side of the musician spectrum sean morgan of seether talking about their inability to tour at all because of this pandemic you know it's one thing a band like kiss has the luxury of doing a big show in dubai with million dollars of pyro but bands like seether and a lot of other bands they just they don't know what the heck they're going to be doing so um here's a good quote from sean morgan i thought it was interesting he said quote it's just been a very trying time to feel like my entire livelihood has been taken away from me, and that's obviously due for the reasons we all know, but it's been such an interesting thing to understand. For example, there's no guarantee, as of right now, that we're going to go back to work next year. They're saying that there'll be chances of touring, but there's a very good chance there's another year that's going to go by where we're not going to be able to tour, so that's something I'm learning to come to terms with. He went on to say, I have to figure out what else I can do with my life and what other avenues I can per pursue because this one might be taken away from me involuntarily for quite some time. So it's up to me to find something else that makes me feel worthwhile and that I have some sort of worth, but that's a struggle too. 
So, yeah, it's a trip. I mean, I imagine a lot of musicians are dealing with that, right? Like, how am I going to make a living uh, continuing to do this if I can't tour? And we all know leading up to this, like, the trend in the music industry was you had to tour. You can't make money off of just selling your albums anymore. So, crazy, right? All right. Uh, I, I gave this away, as, as you could see here. Def Leppard's Rick Allen was voted the best drummer in the world in a new poll. I mean, he's got one arm, guys. If if the one-armed dude from Def Leppard can kick ass, you know he's the best in the world. I mean, a dude with two arms can't hold a candle to Def Leppard's Rick Allen. Uh, look at the top list here. We got Rick Allen at the top. Volbeat's John Larson at number two. Five Seconds of Summer's Ashton Irwin. I don't know who the heck these guys are. Alter Bridge's Scott Phillips. Former Who and Toto drummer Simon Phillips. Queen's Roger Taylor. Motley Crue's Tommy Lee. Blink-182's Travis Barker, Foo Fighters' Dave Grohl, ACDC's Phil Rudd. I don't know about those, these ones right here. I, I, Simon Phillips, I guess, yeah. Scott Phillips, maybe he's the son of Simon Phillips. I don't know. I don't know what the heck that is. Uh, Def Leppard's Rick Allen, though. He's definitely deserving. He's, a, he's an amazing drummer, especially for having one arm. Uh, some birthdays in the rock world this week, guys. Um, Meg White, the drummer from the White Stripes, Turning 46, Nikki Six, bassist from Motley Crue, turning 63. Dickie Betts, former singer-guitarist of the Allman Brothers Band, turning 77. Clive Bunker, former drummer from Jethro Tull, turning 74. Eric Shankman, guitarist from the Spin Doctors, turning 57. Tom DeLonge from Blink-182, turning 45. Ted Nugent, the Nuge, turning 72. Amy Lee from Evanescence, turning 39. Tom Valor Verlaine, Tom Verlaine, singer-guitarist from Television, turning 71. All right, some... This week in music history trivia for you guys. On this week in 1969, this musician testifies at his trial for possession of hashish and heroin in the Toronto Supreme Court. What musician stood trial? Was it A, Keith Richards, B, Jimi Hendrix, or C, David Crosby? All big partiers in their time, and this could be any of them, I would think. Who do you think it was? It was... Jimi Hendrix. That's right, Jimi Hendrix testified at his trial for possession of hashish and heroin in the Toronto Supreme Court. He testifies that he has smoked pot four times, hashish five times, taken LSD five times, snorted cocaine twice. He also adds that he's now outgrown drugs after eight hours of deliberations. The jury finds him not guilty. So I guess his story worked. Um, We got some more on this week in music history trivia for you here. On this week in 1971, this musician fractures his skull and breaks one of his legs in several places after being pushed off the stage and into the orchestra pit in London by the jealous boyfriend of a female fan in the audience. What musician was it? Was it A, Robert Plant, B, Pete Townsend, or C, Frank Zappa? Who do you think? Fractured his skull, broke one of his legs? It was Frank Zappa. Yeah, Frank Zappa, apparently some... Some uh, jealous boyfriend just like, oh, I've had enough of this weirdo, man. I'm going to push him off the stage. Well, actually, it was in London, so he probably didn't talk like that. But All right. <laughs> uh, news from around the world. Did you hear about this? Breakdancing is named an Olympic sport, and it will be known as breaking. So you got to bust out your VHS of uh, Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo and get ready for uh, for this. The U.S. has been overwhelmingly dominant in international breakdancing international competitions. The IOC also confirmed that skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing will be sports events for the Paris Games after they were admitted for 2020 Olympics on a preliminary basis, even though they've yet to 
be seen because the 2020 Tokyo Games have been postponed to next summer. The IOC approved them for Paris, adding that all four of these sports are part of the effort by Olympics organization to attract younger viewers as ratings from the Olympic Games significantly dropped in recent years. Yeah, no one wants to see old people from Romania doing shot put. Who the hell... (laughs) Who wants to watch that? No one. I don't want to see people running around a track uh, for, you know, an hour at a time. I don't care, you know. Skateboarding? Yeah, I'd watch that. Uh, Sport climbing? Probably. Breakdancing? Hey, you know, I'm probably going to tune in and check, check that out. I don't know. Are they, are they sports? Who knows? Um, movie, TV, entertainment news. All right, this week. You hear about this? Mayweather Jr. is going to have an exhibition fight against YouTuber Logan Paul. Retired boxing champ Floyd Mayweather Jr. announced on Instagram that he will fight an exhibition bout against YouTube personality Logan Paul on February 20th. The match will be streamed as a pay-per-view event. Paul fought against another YouTuber, KSI, in November in 2016 in a six-round bout that he lost. He's also the pro, uh, the brother of pro boxer Jake Paul. So there you go. That's going to be happening. What the heck is going on? This sounds like a funny show. Listen, listen to this. Nicolas Cage is going to be hosting The History of Swear Words. He signed on to host an unscripted comedy series for Netflix called The History of Swear Words. The show will explore the origins, pop culture usage, and impact of curse words. This comes after Cage signed on to star Joe Exotic for Amazon. Uh, it's a six-episode series. It's going to explore a different word every time. Interesting. Black Panther 2 will be released in July 2022. So there you go. Um, Chadwick Boseman's character will not be recast in the upcoming film. So not sure how they're going to do that, but that's interesting. News from around the world. Biden and Harris named Times Person of the Year. Also, Zoom CEO Eric Yuan as Business Person of the Year. Activists, um, these people for racial justice organizers, frontline health workers, and Anthony Fauci as Guardians of the Year. NBA superstar LeBron James as Athlete of the Year. Korean boy band BTS as Entertainer of the Year. Some good news. 54% of those working from home due to pandemic want to keep doing that after it's over. Yeah, no wonder. A majority of those who've been working from home said the transition hasn't been a problem, saying it's easily uh, they were able to meet deadlines, work without interruptions, except for the parents with kids. <laughs> that, that that's that's tough for them, I imagine, and it probably sucks. They probably hate being home with their kids all day long. But hey, that's the way it goes, right? This stupid monolith thing. I wish this monolith thing would just go away. Um, they found some stuff in Romania. Now they did you see that they found it in uh, downtown. El Paso in Texas and just in the middle of the street or something right by a shop uh, and apparently these people are selling these things some there's some company that's making them and selling them for like $45,000 a pop and people are buying them placing them in places I don't know I don't get it I think it's stupid weekly WTF dude this was crazy we talked about earlier this week a woman was rescued after she fell into a volcanic vent on Oregon's Mount Hood it was covered in snow she's up there skiing right with all of her friends according to the sheriff's office she fell into a hole known as a fumarole while at the top of the 11,000 foot high volcano another climber noticed that she sat down just before she fell down and that's why they saw oh where did she go uh, she initially fell about five feet before sliding further down the hole, injuring her shoulder in the process. Fortunately, the hiker soon came to help her out um, because it, they wouldn't have been able to find her. If no one was around, she was like in this hole and they would have been flying over and it would have been really tough 
uh, for them to uh, to get her. So crazy, man. Clorox wipes shortage last in the mid-2021. That's crazy, man. Apparently, it's the type of material that they use. Um, they've basically ran out of it. So better start stocking up. All right, that does it for us on this week's uh, Garage Rock Show podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Garage Rock Show podcast, Facebook.com slash Garage Rock Show podcast, Twitter.com slash Garage Rock Show. All of our links are up on nine different platforms at thegaragerockshow.com. I'm going to be putting this on the uh, podcast website here in about 15, 20 minutes. I got to edit it a little bit, and it'll be up on there. So check it out. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of The Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.